32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted Sports Nutrition Advisors. Thanks for joining us once again on 32GI Sports Nutrition. A very big event happening in South Africa shortly, and it is the Old Mutual Two Oceans Marathon. There's an ultra. It's a big one, 56 kilometers in the build-up to another great ultra here, the Comrades Marathon, a little bit longer, that is. And, of course, also a 21-kilometer, which has become an absolute massive race. And one of the biggest things and the greatest things I think about that is over the years, the amount of female participation has out grown that of their male compatriots. Mark Wolf joining us on the podcast. Before we get more into nutrition around the race, Mark, isn't that something that's been fantastic to see, the amount of women who are coming out and, and running sort of half marathons? And this is the sort of perfect example of, of it, the Two Oceans Half. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a massive race, um, and it's growing year after year. It sells out uh, very, very quickly. Um, and it's been an incredible setup, not just in the 21 this year, but also in the Ultra as well. Um, if, as far as I think, I, I'm sure, this year it looks like there is a, it's a record attendance. Well, fantastic race. As you said, a new seeding system this year. It really is hard now to get into that half marathon with the amount of interest that there is from people in it. And uh, talking about the half marathon, it's not just that there's this new crop of people coming up, more female competitors, but a lot of people pick that as their debut. Every year there's a lot of novices who come and do the 21 um, or the Two Oceans 21 as their first ever 21. For those people out there, for novices, they're going to be a bit nervous. Uh, What are some of the key mistakes that they might make on race? day and sort of ahead of race day? I think uh, the, the mistakes actually usually start before race day, probably looking two days before. Um, I always advocate clean eating in the week leading up to a race. I think it's very, very important and not to eat, uh, eat anything that impacts your digestive system negatively. Um, also not to uh, consume any alcohol just before race day and to try and keep uh, stimulants uh, out as much as possible because all of these things do impact you, and depending on what kind of an athlete you are, when you do put your digestive system under stress, you want to make sure it, is, uh, it can handle that stress. So I think that's the first thing. Um, I work the expo quite a bit uh, before the Two Oceans Marathon. I often notice a lot of people uh, walking around and actually asking for advice on nutrition on the day. I think one of the biggest mistakes that athletes uh, don't take into consideration is that they haven't planned their racing nutrition properly. And that means that you need to plan your nutrition of uh, your pre-race meal. You need to be able to plan um, uh, what you're going to be taking through that event um, and at what stages, and you need to stick to that plan. There's no point in actually planning it the day before because if you haven't trained your gut properly in order to be able to cope with the nutrition that you're consuming on the day, you're definitely not going to know if it's going to work properly and you're taking a big chance. Another thing that I always notice at Expo is that a lot of people walk around and spend a lot of time on their legs. And spending a lot of time on your legs and walking around an expo, um, especially the day before the race, is not such a great idea, especially if you're doing the ultra, because ultimately you're going to be spending that ultra running quite a lot, many, many hours on the legs, and you want to try and rest those legs as much as possible. So you want to try and keep the legs up as much as possible, and you want to try and make sure that um, uh, everything is uh, in good check for the day. 
Yeah, a big mistake that a lot of people make, especially when it's really hard to get down to a race before the day before and you go register the day before especially. Be very careful about spending too much time at registration, even though there is really lots to see and do um, at these expos. Mark, looking at the difference between doing something like the 21 and the 56, that night before, morning of, how much of a variation would people need in their diets? Would you need that much more before the ultra? Look, I think they're two very, very different races. Uh, a 21 is, I would say, more of a short to medium distance race, um, higher intensity than an ultra. Definitely don't run an ultra and a 21 at the same pace. And nutrition strategies, I think, need to be slightly different. Uh, for the very fast under 90-minute runners, not much nutrition is needed to complete a, a 21 um, in that period of time because your own natural energy stores will definitely see you. Um, guys like that don't have to stress too much about the nutrition really the day before or the morning of. They can have a very little snack and they can actually go and they can uh, race quite hard and they can cope with it very, very well. If you're looking more at the um, social runners, the guys going two hours and over, um, you do need to start putting more focus onto the nutrition and there we need to definitely look at a pre-race meal and then deciding what to take during the event. But again, it's not such a very, very long time out and I would say um, to most athletes, my advice is take the very least amount of uh, nutrition in order to achieve the greatest result. So go minimally. You don't have to go and overdo it. Um, you, you need to hydrate, but only hydrate a little bit to first. It's still a short uh, event. As far as nutrition goes, depending on the pace, um, you wouldn't need to take in too much, but you can sporadically take over a period of time. So maybe shorter feeds, maybe every 30 minutes or so, um, and uh, taking that to the end. But there's no need to overdo it on anything because the bodies are very much capable of getting to the finish line with a, a very little amount of nutrition. But when we're looking at the ultra, we're looking at a completely different approach, and the approach there needs to be taken into account quite seriously because there you need to make sure that you are properly hydrated on the day for that ultra. You cannot arrive at a race dehydrated, and that's why I say avoid alcohol consumption before because it does cool the fluid out of the muscles and it dehydrates you. Um, again, if you're talking about Expo, make sure you're hydrating at Expo. Walk around with a bottle. Wherever you go, take water. Make sure you're hydrating before that event. I'm not saying overdo it, but make sure you drink in a sufficient amount of fluid each day before the event. There's no reason to overload yourself on carbohydrates leading up to the event. You can increase your carbohydrate intake slightly, but to overdo it, there's no point. Um, you know, your glycogen stores will definitely be topped up uh, for the day of the race. And I think the most important thing is to make sure... You get a really, really good night's sleep on the Thursday night because the race is obviously on the Saturday and sometimes Friday night is a very difficult night to actually get decent sleep because of pre-race nerves. Uh, don't overeat the night before the race. There's no need to overeat and no need to overcarbolate either. You can have a very, very small meal. The most important thing to do is focus on comfort and make sure you get a good night's sleep because you need to get up very early in the morning and you need to start uh, that race prep um, after a decent night's sleep as possible. Make sure that you have prepared your pre-race meal um, the night before that event, that you know exactly what you're taking in. You definitely cannot go and stress about trying to prepare it in the morning and complicating things. You need to focus on putting on your kits and putting on your timing shirt and making sure you don't forget everything and making sure you're prepared for the event and getting there. It's much easier to wake up and have a, ready, uh, a meal that's already uh, nearly prepared. So maybe you just need to add some hot water to it or whatever you need to do and you've got that strategy mapped out in your mind. Generally, what I do recommend to a lot of athletes, whether elite or amateur, is 
you know, if you're going to have an oats or you're going to have a rice pudding or you're going to have um, a porridge or a cereal, it might be a better idea to soak it overnight, um, have it ready made uh, to eat the next morning so you can wake up, add a little bit of hot water if you want it warm. If you don't mind eating it cold, it's okay. Um, or at least have your shake ready if you want to have a shake or whatever you're going to have. Um, some of the guys eat hotel food as well, so just make sure you know the hotel has got the right food for you and that you don't overdo it. I saw last year uh, some elite athletes that couldn't even get their food before the race because the hotel was out of stock. And one hotel was out of stock of bananas, for example, and it was a struggle to actually get the food. And only by the time they got to the next hotel, um, and it was a matter of actually making the feed a little bit smaller because it was a lot closer to the race. So try and be as prepared as possible. And if that means taking food with you to the event, take your food with you to the event. Don't generally uh, say, I'm going to rely on the hotel food. And I would also say try and avoid eating out. And if you have to eat out because you don't have a choice, Make sure that you eat as cleanly as possible. I've seen too many cases of people with food poisoning before a major event um, or with an upset stomach. And, I mean, you've prepared hard for this event. You've traveled far. You've spent money. And the last thing you want to do now is go out and have a nice meal and land up with uh, stomach issues uh, the day of the race because that's just going to throw things out. Um, I would say, you know, if you do all these things and you focus on it, you'll be pretty okay. And uh, you can enjoy your meals and your alcohol afterwards if you really want to. As far as the, uh, the actual fueling in an ultra goes, um, I always advocate you need to start your fueling early on and don't wait. The reason being is that as the race gets longer and gets further uh, in the day, and as the temperatures climb, the body will want to consume less and less, especially in the food of uh, solids. And also the body, as the temperatures uh, soar, is cap- uh, you know you, you, you actually absorb this. The absorption rates drop as well. So... You might need to rely a little bit more on a fluid feed and more of a minimalistic feed. And I would say, so in the beginning, you know, from the first 20 minutes in and, and even pre-race, start fueling yourself early on because that's going to see you um, much later on. And we know that Two Oceans Ultra specifically gets quite tough um, uh, towards the end, uh, especially um, you know, after you've hit the marathon mark, you've got to go up through Constantia, and that can really hurt people. And we know that fueling is so critical in an ultra. Uh, it's not like a standard marathon. Those, that extra distance really does take a toll on the body. And from a fueling perspective, you definitely, definitely cannot neglect it. Well, some great advice there. If you are running the two oceans, be it the half marathon or the ultra, the 56 kilometers. But pre-race, do stay off the alcohol and do stay off the sushi. But from myself, Mr. Active, David, David Katz and Mark Wilf, have a great race. Have a great uh, weekend wherever you are getting active. And we'll catch up again with you soon. 32GI Leading sports nutrition provider Focused on health and performance 32GI Trusted sports nutrition advisors